Hey there everyone, my name is Jack Packard, I'm a semi-professional video game enjoyer here for The Escapist. Hello, I am Nick Landra, the editor-in-chief of The Escapist. This week we're going to talk about all the games we've been playing and then Nick is going to go on a deep, dark Halo rampage. Halo. <laughs> so, hello and welcome. This is the Escapist Show. <laughs> Just hit my knee on my computer. Oh, I'm sorry. So, Nick, what have you been playing last week? I finished Dragon Quest Eleven. so viewers, I did not take... How long did I take to finish Gears Tactics? Like two months? <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> I finished it Dragon Quest like Eleven in like two weeks. Hey, yep, nice. Two weeks, uh, because I actually enjoyed my time with this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the world of it. It was um, it was nice to kind of go back and just play like a lighthearted, mostly lighthearted. There's some pretty dark moments in that game, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just adventure, fighting all these different monsters, and just kind of like that addicting level grind that you get from JRPGs, where you mm-hmm. just keep unlocking new abilities. The final boss area, I think the game dragged on for like way too long though, because like it's almost like The Last of Us Part 2. I don't want to bring that up again, but like where the game like resets itself halfway through and then you got to go all the way back through all the world again. I don't know, you're having like PTSD from talking about that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think I think they could have like shortened that up quite a bit because like you hit like multiple endings that you think are the endings and then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, nope, you got to go do three more things before you get to the actual ending. Oh, oh. nope, you got to do three more things before you get to oh, the actual ending. Oh, no. So <laughs> I, I'm glad I finished it. I powered through it. I finished it. I, it was definitely worth my time. And now I, uh, I didn't really want to start another, you know, 40, 50 hour long game. Mm-hmm. But uh figured why the hell not and so I'm starting up Nino Kuni. Oh. And that that one I'm enjoying a lot more already. I'm not so sure about the combat system. It's kind of weird cuz like in traditional JRPGs, you know, you're stationary and yet you, you click buttons. This right. one you actually kind of you get to move around the battlefield uh and then it, it's like got a timer system for you to like make moves and defend and use your abilities and all that. It's actually oh. it's, it's like a mix of like real time tactical combat it's weird uh take taking some time to get used to it, but i think i'm gonna like it i love the, <laughs> the studio ghibli animation style already oh sure uh, and the world and, like and the now first... your your heart is opened up to the entire jrpg <laughs> experience see there's way more to jrpgs than just pokemon oh yeah well yep somebody in the comments roasted me for that one uh, yeah. As they that should one. Have. <laughs> they're like has he ever played a jrpg other than pokemon and i'm like <laughs> Nope. No. <laughs> well, this is great. You're you're broadening your horizons. How wonderful! Yeah, been doing that all year. Uh, Divinity Original Sin two kind of kicked that off into the, you know, turn based RPG realm, and I've mm-hmm. been kind of stuck on the turn based stuff. I, I guess it kind of comes from like playing Rainbow Six Siege, surprisingly, um, because a lot of shooters, you know, it's just point and click and shoot. You don't really think about it. You just kind of run around the map, see somebody, right. take them out. In Siege, you have to like tactically think about things and strategically place yourself mm. and all that and that kind of lends myself to what wanting to play games where i have to think a bit more 
than just kind of go through the flow or, or you know use hack and slash combat or whatever as much as i enjoy those games some of the most exciting bits of turn-based games is just the planning before you move it's it's actually really hard to like do screen recordings of the fun bits of tactical right. games because you're just sitting there thinking about the stuff you want to do <laughs> yep well that was like yeah. dragon quest 11 like i had to go and respect my characters over and over again to like take mm. on different challenges and so i don't know it's just been a nice change of pace like i don't feel stressed out playing those games it's like i can sit down and play them for a couple hours get it get to the next bit of the story stop go on the next day and i don't feel like i have to like just trudge through it oh good so what have you been playing uh, I, have, I have two games that I've been playing last week. One is some comfort food. Uh, I've been going through Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, ah. which I know is a, an older game. Still a good one. It's, it's a game I, you know, I remember playing it a bit way, way back in the day, and I didn't get very far. I think I played it too soon after some of the Batman Arkham games. <laughs> And so I couldn't really get into it, but it is just that it's that comfort combat, that that group Arkham fight style combat. It's Lord of the Rings, and I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, big yeah. Tolkien fan. And so it's just like it's just murdering or Oruks all day long, and I'm having a great time. I'm even going and collecting all the stuff. You know why? It's simple and it's fun. It's a lot smaller of a world than I remember it being. Yeah, those, those worlds are like, uh, they look big on the outside, but they're pretty small, actually. Although Sh Shadow, Shadow of War is pretty big. Like the oh, okay. Is huge. The Because the, this is just Shadow of Mordor, and I constantly find myself like on the opposite side of the map than I thought I was on, because mm. it's just such a small world. And of course, it's it gets very repetitive very quickly, but I am so into that repetition. I oftentimes end up just plunking down in the middle of an Ulruk camp just to have a challenge because <laughs> yeah. that combat can be so fun and stupid and satisfying. The other game I've been playing this week is I finally dusted off uh, way back uh, during the underdeveloped days. I got me a copy of Ring Fit Adventure um, because we were joking about me uh, doing an episode on that. And I finally dusted it off and tried that out last week. And you know what? It's a workout. I don't know if this really? just, I don't know if I'm just incredibly out of shape <laughs> because of the quarantine. Uh, but like I found myself after, uh, after the first day of, of uh, going through like the first stage, if you will, which is like three, four levels. Uh, like I was sore. What, what, what routines does it ever go through? So like the the first you know because it's an it's an adventure you're fighting demons and whatnot and so it's mostly like jogging in place and you have like the Wiimote strapped to one of your legs and then the other Wiimote strapped to the ring and so you're jogging in place and like squeezing this ring to shoot little air blasts at things. And it's like resistance ring. Oh yeah, no, and you know like oh. it's like and then you know like you have to like put it above your head and do the <laughs> ring. All and right. then it turns into kind of JRPG-ish battles where, you're, where you will run into a monster and then it will say, oh, you have to do 10 squats. The, the two sensors can sense when you're squatting and when you get up and like, oh, now you have to do five squats quickly. Like, you know, and then that like damages their health. It's so dumb. But I think it's a decent workout and I'm having fun. The, the, the crazy part about the workout 
is you do get into gamer mode where you say, oh, he's at really low health. I want to make sure I really nail these last squats to get him down. <laughs> like it kind of works. It's a little dumb, but it kind of works. That, that's interesting. <laughs> I, I haven't really looked into much of that, but I, you know, I, every time I hear about it, it's sold out on Amazon. And you know what? It's, it's really nice. Like I, I, the initial workout was a little bit longer than I thought because there was a lot of like calibration and like tutorials. Mm -hmm. But the the going through the first stage, the which is like four levels, I think, uh, took about 15 to 20 minutes. And it's like, oh, well, I could do that a couple times a week. Just 15, 20 minutes, easy workout. Hmm. It, it was silly and it was fun. And I had a, I had a pretty good time. You know, so. you know what game Safari is only good for a workout? What's that? Beat Saber. Ooh. I, yeah, you, you play an hour of that like on a higher difficulty. I'm telling like I, I'm going to sweat every time. I uh, that's I, that's I can't, on my list. I can't, like, and I know I've seen like some reports of people, like heavier set people losing like thirty to fifty pounds just doing that multiple times a week. <laughs> and I'm like, man, like I don't know. Like, I and you know what? I I really like rhythm games. Actually, one of the the uh, there's so there's the adventure for Ring Fit Adventure, and then it has like workout mini games. Mm -hmm. And one of their mini games is just a rhythm mini game where you have to like you know march and squeeze and do stuff to a beat. Right. Uh, it's they they are definitely trying to take over the mantle from Wii Fitness. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's working. Obviously, it's sold out everywhere, so it, it must be working. It, yeah, it must be. I, I I keep seeing people on Twitter talking about how good of a workout it is. I I don't know like. Does it track like the calories you burn or anything, or you know, much like a treadmill, it's 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 one of those like estimated like you know well, you, that's you, the like best put they your BMI do. into it and everything, or yeah, you put your height and your weight in, and actually, um, the the Wii mode that you plug into the ring has an IR monitor, and you put your thumb over it at different parts, and it can actually read your heart rate. Huh which is really interesting and you know make sure you're not overexerting yourself yeah right uh and so it gives you like an estimated calorie burns an estimated like miles ran that sort of thing which is i you know you have to take that with a little bit of a grain of salt right but uh but i i was definitely sore the next day yeah. <laughs> like in that way that you're sore after working out so yeah. i had a pretty good time cool yeah all right that's game talk on to the news there is no news well, you're right. Well, that's game talk. <laughs> now, on to Halo. <clears throat> so, Nick, you are the escapist's resident Halo expert. <laughs> and by resident Halo expert, I mean the one of the two of us who has played uh, more than a couple of Halo games. Here's what I want to know from you. Yep. Halo Infinite is coming up. Hopefully we're going to learn a lot more about it at these upcoming Microsoft events. But you have said that you haven't been happy with where Halo has been going and you're hoping for new stuff with Infinite. So give me your rundown. Give me your quick pitch here. Sure. So uh, the Halo series, and I know you don't particularly care for it because you also won't try two and three. Um, which three They're is not on? out on Steam yet. Three's right? out on Steam today. And three is the best one. You should try it. I think you will like it. Maybe that's your stream tonight. <laughs> so Halo 1 through Reach pretty much are the pinnacle of the series for Halo fans. Like that's where uh, Bungie had control of the series before selling it off to Microsoft. And then they went on to make Destiny and Microsoft created a new studio called 343 Industries to work on Halo 4 and 5. Uh, you know, the Master Chief Collection, you know, is bringing back that classic 
Halo multiplayer that everybody really liked, mm-hmm. uh, and the campaigns for pretty much all those games, besides maybe one, I think you both and I agree, isn't the best. But in general, Halo fans, those are the games that Halo fans remember fondly and enjoy. So now, with 343 in charge of Halo 4, uh, they tried to kind of reset the universe a little bit. Maybe not the universe, but they try to continue on after 3 and focus on the story of Master Chief and Cortana, and Cortana's mm. falling in a rampancy, which is basically short for her mind deteriorating as AI, basically. Like but AI dementia. Pretty, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Um, it's a, it's a good story. Uh, the multiplayer in 4, I don't think, really was received well, and I didn't, like, as somebody that played hundreds of hours of all the Halos before 4, I think I played very little for his multiplayer it just didn't feel mm-hmm. good to play uh and they tried to modernize it and if what i mean by that is like you know call of duty came out with call of duty modern, modern warfare 4 and everybody kind of tried to ape that style of gameplay like the, mm-hmm. the map structures uh that that feel of like whatever you want to think of modernizing like adding iron sights and all that halo 4 didn't necessarily do that but they they took simple multiplayer and made it more complicated which nobody really liked so they okay. added more and more armor abilities and, and loadouts, which never made sense for Halo. Um, because Halo multiplayer, again, is like very classic like arena-style stuff where you pick... There's power points on the map where you want to control. You want to control the, the best weapons. Like mm-hmm. That's what you're constantly fighting over, is getting like the, the rocket launcher and the sniper to control the map. Uh, Halo 4 kind of get gets away from that with adding loadouts, which made no sense in hindsight nobody liked it let's put it that way (laughs) five reverted and went back to that classic style while also modernizing with like movement mechanics like mantling and everything like that and sprinting uh and and armor abilities that at least made sense and no loadouts uh so they basically but they did like kind of 180 so people liked halo 4's campaign hated the Mm -hmm. multiplayer people hated halo 5's campaign loved the multiplayer for the most part all right um, and i was i was pretty divided on five just because like i love the the gameplay of five but the maps and all that were pretty shit in my opinion like I, you, if you actually went and played it now you'd probably be like i can't tell any of these maps apart from one another <laughs> whereas the classic maps like lockout and, and blood gulch and, and battle creek and all that mm-hmm. stuff so i guess you know they 343 microsoft are trying to learn lessons right mm-hmm. like they they no longer have the original creative visions and so they started taking from other popular franchises and you know it didn't work here we'll change it up in 5.0 it didn't work here so what are you hoping for with infinite so i think with infinite they really need to just and it sounds like that's what they're doing and we kind of got a feeling of that from the uh the 2018 trailer they released where you had like the classic halo music back uh and then the art style has changed from like this less like forerunner blocky stuff to the more naturalistic environments that they had in one two and three mm-hmm. and this kind of sense of like awe and wonder that those games had that four and five four had five really didn't so i think what they really need to do with infinite because like they have they have a working system with fives multiplayer like people generally enjoyed the multiplayer but it still didn't feel like halo because <laughs> like halo's known for um these more organic maps that like kind of set up big battle points and stuff like that like they even big team battle in five i don't remember being very good mm-hmm. i might be wrong on that because i i again i it's another one of those that i just didn't put a ton of hours into because i couldn't get it into it 
but in general they just need to they need to simplify everything again like get mm-hmm. away from making trying to make the game more complex than it needs to be in terms of how it plays uh, and that's the same goes for the campaign is like you know i think people that enjoy halo enjoyed one through reach because of like the you know the very big scale space opera end of the world thing that was a pretty simple story of good versus evil and then to like introduce a different side of the covenant which you saw when we were streaming it of like the the heretics and all that that it was Mm. a a more complex thing than it looked to be um and with the prophets and all that if you actually played three uh you know they have multiple prophets of like leading all the the enemies it's complicated (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to explain it in a simple way and when you think about halo and like halo on the outside looks like a very simple story uh-huh. And then when you get into it, it's got like all these like interesting like religious layers of it, mm-hmm. of like you know like end times kind of stuff. It's it's interesting. Um, so yeah, Inf- Infinite just kind of needs to reset itself, get back to the simplicity of what made Halo Halo. And uh, when I think of like what they need to do with Halo Infinite, I think back to, like Doom Three versus 2016 sure where like sure. doom 3 had a completely different feel and 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 style than the original dooms and people liked it but also didn't like it and then doom 2016 kind of reset the clock on that and went back to the the simple gameplay with modern touches mm-hmm. and, and kept it you know what made doom doom right trying to trying to emulate the feeling and you know with doom the way they were able to manufacture that feeling again is with the push forward combat idea mm-hmm. you know like they they rewarded the player for jumping into the fight and can you think of anything like that with halo like think about the original halo game was there any particular mechanic that really stood out to you was it like needing to find new weapons you know i know that was a big part of of halo one just because that's one of the only ones i've played is you know your weapon runs out of bullets you toss it aside and pick up an alien weapon should they focus on that should they focus on more fun alien design like what what's an element that you can remember about halo that really focuses your love for the series sure well um yeah, a lot of it comes down to the enemy design, actually. When you think, mm-hmm. when you kind of get into it, and like four and five uh, introduce the forerunners, which I won't get into a big explainer on that. But they just those characters were not fun to fight. I don't think anybody really enjoyed fighting that, especially in five. Like they reused the same boss like three times. Gotcha. And it was like probably one of the worst boss fights in a Halo game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, four and five were really. It's it's kind of hard to explain why four and five just didn't stick and it really might just come down to the combat design of the campaigns and like uh and the story in five is just pretty shit all around because like they marketed it as like something that was actually interesting like if you go back and look at the marketing campaign it's uh master chief versus this new spartan agent lock and it's basically this agent lock guy hunting down master chief mm-hmm. from the unsc side of things which is which is an interesting twist and then the campaign just did nothing with that. <laughs> you know, like people want to, and I don't want to bring up the last one's part two, but people are mad about the marketing in that game. I was mad about the marketing for Halo 5. Talk about subverting expectations in a completely shit way. Halo 5 is like the marquee game for that. <laughs> Halo 5 was the last of us part two of its time. It, it kind of was, honestly. <laughs> like it literally built up this whole storyline through its marketing and these. Mm-hmm these uh this super interesting uh 
I think it was a podcast they did that set up all these events that just five just nothing. Sure. Well, and and you know, I know this is this was what kind of what you were saying is is Halo at, at least the first Halo is a very simple story. Uh, you know, these guys are the bad guys. Oh wait, the Flood are the bad guys. Like you had a very clear idea of who you were fighting and why they were bad, and you're the good guy to do the good guy thing and fight the bad guys. Boom. That that pretty much happens through all of them. Like you know, five and four and five, like the forerunners or that new bad guy that want to destroy the universe thing. It's just there was nothing like interesting about them. With sure. one, at least one through three, like we had the Arbiter. He was an interesting character. We learned about the prophets. Uh, and then the, the brutes had their own commander Tartarus that you you know that ends, ends up being the final boss fight in, uh, in uh, Halo 3 like they had these interesting villains 4 and 5 had none of that that was kind of a big part of the problem with it so mm-hmm. um, interestingly enough like Halo Infinite their little marketing thing they did a week ago was teasing that the Banished are coming to Halo Infinite which was a very interesting faction introduced in Halo Wars 2 and was one of my critiques that they didn't have enough cutscenes fleshing that out because that felt like traditional Halo to me mm. with like a new brute. Uh, his name's Azeroth. He's an interesting villain. And the Banished kind of getting back to the Covenant as the bad guys in the Banished I think is automatically going to make the game more interesting for most Halo fans. Um, sure, sure. The other, the other problem is like, again, going back to how they, they tried to modernize Halo like they took away again they made it more complex than it needed to be the campaigns were probably there were quite a bit more linear and not like sandboxy feeling like you had in the other games because uh, like you haven't played halo halo 2 or 3 but there's missions where you know you're on foot for a little bit and then you get to go into a vehicle and go to take on like a big battlefield of enemies and then like a mm-hmm. scarab boss where you you saw the one in halo 2 when i was streaming it how you had to jump to it from the bridge and then fight on the scarab and take everybody out sure in three sure. you actually like it's just part of the map that you're on it's not like a scripted event so like you go and take it on with a tank or mm-hmm. you can uh, like get off your tank and run up and go jump into it and fight through it and then blow it up from the inside it's just like one of those like mini bosses in the game but, that, but that's what that's what Infinite needs to get back to. Fun. Um, you basically you just want to have fun blowing up aliens. <laughs> like, pretty much. It. Like I don't. Yeah. Um, and I and, and that's I hope, okay. That's okay. Thing. That's an okay thing to ask for. Yeah. It's it's very hard to explain because when I'm trying to th- when I'm trying to think about it and like put it into words, it's like four and five just didn't feel like Halo. That's, right. That's about as simple as I can put it. And I think most people that play Halo would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the, a few of the things I want to see from Infinite is like the the mystery of that universe kind of brought back because that was a cool part about two and three, and then the iconic enemies, and then get rid of you know get back to the simplicity of combat mm-hmm. and just just make that world fun to explore. And how they're gonna do that, I don't know because when I think of Infinite, I'm thinking they're going open world, which doesn't really excite me. And I kind of hope they don't go that route. You never, you never know. What if, what if they make it open world and it feels like Halo again? You never know until I mean, it's out. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're gonna go. I don't, I don't really don't know what they're gonna do. It's, it's, it's super exciting to think about as a Halo fan because, like, again, <laughs> just going back to the trailer that they revealed. Like, if you go and look at Halo Four and Five's trailers as a Halo fan, mm-hmm. and then see the Halo Infinite trailer and look at the reception of that, it like, the first comments are like, "This feels like Halo again." 
Well, you know, anytime, anytime they put like infinite or even eternal into the title, the only thing that I think about is they're going to try to sell you as a games as service thing. I'm sure so it will like, be on the multiplayer side, but it <laughs> exactly. makes it makes it makes so. sense for Halo to be a games as a service. So I mean, that, they they did it with five, just, and, yeah, they did it with five, and it worked out fine. It was actually they didn't really. I don't think really many people complained about how five was set up, mm. but I mean, and you know, Halo's multiplayer is perfect for that. There's all kinds of new co- cosmetics they can do, and sure, you know, they introduce a lot of new maps with five. They also have the map builder system, Forge. So you know, they're always adding new new items and tools to that to build it out. Regardless, like I, I'm, I'm rooting for 343. Like I know a lot of people aren't very happy with them as Halo fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, again like four had a good campaign bad multiplayer five had good multiplayer bad campaign so now if they can just merge the two together and then bring back that atmosphere that makes halo feel like halo i think they'll have a winner and microsoft seemingly invested a ton of money to making that happen well, and a new engine so. halo halo is a is a very profitable ip they want to make sure they have a nice a nice showpiece for everyone to spend more money on. Right. Omar, uh, have fun cleaning up my jumbled thoughts on Halo. Uh, honestly, it is, Nick. It is so hard. We've we've talked about this many times. No drinking before five. <laughs> Jesus. You know, it's a, it's always a gamble. They they have so many people that they need to appease and that doesn't always leave a lot of room for a clear artistic vision we've gotten lucky a few times like with doom 2016 um, but maybe just maybe there's someone in charge over at 343 who can push through a solid cohesive plan it comes down to like do a lot of iconic series like you know if i was going to will down my entire thing into two seconds it'd literally be i just want halo to feel like halo again and and that's not easy to explain that somebody has never played it but for you it'd be like you know i want i don't know once again you normally play <laughs> like team you want if team fortress 3 came out and just kind of up upended everything that you know about team fortress 2 mm-hmm. right you just really want more team fortress you don't want team fortress whatever the fuck this is well right. and are you ready to get even ready for another layer is wanting something to feel like you know we, I, I wanted doom 2016 to feel like doom and the way they went about that is something i never would have thought of yet it felt like doom and so the way that you want it to feel like halo and the thing they give you it might not necessarily match up until it does and everyone has different feelings on what halo feels like to them i'm actually curious on that point what did they change about doom that made it feel like it's it's hard to it's hard to voice that right it's just well, so like, like when in, you play in, it in in original doom like enemies didn't drop bullets or health or armor right. upgrades like it like the thing about doom was that you just felt powerful right like if you if you were to boil it down to everything you are big man with gun and you shoot demons you are powerful and with this push forward combat system of doom 2016 where they incentivize you 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 feel like you feel like i want to rip and tear through demons literally because that gives you more stuff yeah i guess i guess hearing you say that like yeah like the gameplay of halo is good i just want the 
the world and the storytelling to feel like Halo again and feeling that mm-hmm. sense of mystery and adventure when you're going through it and also like the epic space opera of like end of the world type sure. stuff. You know, I guess, you know and what? Four, four and five had that. It's just it was boring. Like the, I, th- I think it, it, you're you're right. It really might just it might just come down to the enemy designs and not being fun to fight. Mm-hmm. It might. I think. Yeah, no, I'm thinking well, about it. it. Really, just wasn't fun to play four and five. Well, you know, even the first Halo, which you know I obviously didn't much care for, just that being on the Halo, right? Is is that's a you are on an alien thing, and everything there is alien, and that's part of the fun of that world is just not knowing what you're going to run into next, and so it's yeah. very possible that yeah, with four or five foreign ancient foreigner tech right. and everything and then learning as you go what is halo what does it do mm-hmm. it's like yeah that's and that's yeah that's kind of the the uh, history thing they need to bring back is like right the four the forerunners we kind of understood as like the creators right in mm-hmm. four and five and so going if they're bringing the banished into infinite that makes it interesting again because we don't know what their motivations are yet we don't know right you know maybe with four and five what the problem was is that they were you know beating the dead horse too much and you're like no we kind of already know this this isn't alien to us anymore and what you need is new stuff you need new aliens but is that going to satisfy the halo fans who just want the same halo thing but oh we're giving you new aliens but that's not halo right it's like it's that balancing (laughs) my 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 biggest here's here's one funny thing about halo for me the soundtrack of halo is like what brings the entire experience together Mm -hmm. which is which is weird i don't know any other game that i can think of where like the music is so i like so much a part of it Hmm. and so like four and five had good soundtracks but it was like in the in the background and marty o'donnell didn't work on them anymore Mm -hmm. so like actually just that lack of Mario O'Donnell's music actually brought down the experiences for me like by that much <laughs> sure sure I don't, well, th- I don't think there's any other game that I've played where like the music is that central to my enjoyment of the campaign because <laughs> like if you took the music out of Halo 1 and 2 mm-hmm. and 3 I probably would be on your side and like these are bog standard FPS games <laughs> well there you go so these are the things that they can work on for Halo Infinite and that that revealed I, I still go back and watch that reveal trailer for halo infinite every now and again that the uh both the the trailer from last e3 and the uh the tech trailer that they did with, with the new slip space engine just those iconic halo tunes are enough to get people excited this is a clusterfuck of a conversation well I, you know i don't have a ton to add and like i'm trying yeah. i basically i'm trying also not to be a horrible dickhead where it's like <laughs> You know, like, like, yes, music is important, but like that, that those Halo themes are also just there to play on your nostalgia. And all that's doing is reinforcing like this old thing that you liked and not necessarily giving you a new thing, which is the thing that you're asking for. (laughs) You're asking for a new thing, but you are stuck on this old thing. And this is why they have problems giving you new things because you're too stuck on the old thing. So like, I want new things. I just, I just, I don't want them to make it complex. Like, I want new things, but I want them to be exactly can you, can you just, like, like my old like, things. Doom having loadouts or anything like that, or like, <laughs> I don't know. I want, I want a new thing, but I want it to be just like my old thing, but better. <laughs> I want to nuke this whole conversation. <laughs> it didn't go the way I wanted it to. <laughs>
Well, that was it. That was our talk uh, for this week's Escapist show. Once again, I've been Jack Packard, semi-professional video game enjoyer here for The Escapist. And my name is Nick Landra, the editor-in-chief of The Escapist. Don't forget, you can find the extended version of this on podcast format via SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. And then in two weeks from now, we will have our very first guest on the show. Ooh, dang! Hopefully, it's not as messy as this conversation. Goodbye! I'm gonna get roasted in the comments, and I'm okay with it. You really are. Trial by fire, my friend. Trial by fire. Eh, I think most Halo fans will agree with what I said. That's fair.